position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode number 220. One of the best Linux games podcast being recorded for you late this uh, Monday, January 21st of 2019. Uh, crack engineer Ivor, the, Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Chip, tip, 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 for our sequel friends, of course, the one true time date format, 2019 uh, 21 at 1948. 1948, 7.48 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Left Coast, Ghost with the most. Uh, we have a short show for you uh, this week, but that does not... Well, you'll see. Let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, yes, we are late, and I apologize for that. We had a mix of personal issues, and uh, work suddenly got pretty fucking hairy uh, very quickly it, you know, that's how these things happen and uh, other issues, plus a lot of Metal Gear Solid 5 which is now owning my mind um, like I said this is a short show but it, it does have a big announcement and it's a legit announcement this time it's a legit 
a la why, la who, la where, la Johnny's gone, la what, legit, la why, um, but yeah, I figured instead of ranting at you about Metal Gear Solid 5, which I'm going to do very quickly, right here, right now, um, in brief, because, like, the whole show is set up now, um, yes, uh, I, I thought, in, rather, instead of uh, ranting at you about Metal Gear Solid Five, which I am now intimately familiar with, um, it says I have 245 hours logged on Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, about, I'd say 15 of those hours are from me leaving it on when I've been asleep um, on accident. Like, sometimes I'll, just, I'll get really stoned and I'll walk away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucking Metal Gear is still on my computer. What's going on? This game is awesome. The two things that I want to... These are almost corrections. They're not corrections. They were just... Well, yeah, actually, they they officially go under the title corrections. Um, in our full review of Metal Gear Solid Five uh, from a few weeks ago, <clears throat> I failed to mention... Well, first of all, here's the deal. This is not a spoiler. Once you get past Mission... 22 in Metal Gear Solid 5 a whole new thing opens up inside the game and it's FOB missions, forward operating base missions this is probably my favorite thing in the entire fucking game um, it drastically changes, I really wish I had known this before we did the review but when you, you know uh, what, what are you going to do, when you play you know, like, I think I was up to 180 hours at, at the time that we did the review. When you play 180 hours of a game, you know, and you still haven't beaten it, well, fuck me harder. You know, you gotta file the review sometime, and so that's when we filed the review. And that was up to our... Literally, there... I have standards. I've, I've described them on the show many times. You either play the game for at least 20 hours, or beat it, before you can do a review of it. Like, you know, because some games are shorter than 20 hours. Um, but if you beat the game, then you can review it. And 180 hours is a lot of time in one game. I'm still playing that one game, being Metal Gear Solid Five. But here's the thing about FOB missions. I wish that we could have included this in that review. And then there's another thing that I really want to talk about in terms of Metal Gear Solid Five. Then we'll get to our announcement, then we'll get out of here, and I can go to the fucking bar and work on the thing that I'm supposed to be working on right now. The other thing, okay, so here's what FOB's forward operating bases do. They basically double, well, you can have, I think, four of them. They are other mother bases. Now, why do you care? Well, one, having another mother base means that you can build out the platforms for that mother base, your forward operating base in this case, um, which increases your your um, your uh, your uh, private force, your PFs, overall research, uh, you know, combat ability, everything, every category that's on the mother base uh, on the on your original mother base platform can now be done again, and it only increases those categories cumulatively between the two. But that, as exciting as that is, and that is exciting because I'm at research, I'm at uh, R and D level like ninety five now, I think. Um, because my, my first FOB is almost completely... It's not almost completely built out, but it does, I think, have a command platform at level 4. It doesn't matter. The most important thing about FOBs that I really wish I could have included in that review 
is that fobs are the first one of the in terms of the single player game they're one of the many multiplayer enhancements that are in Metal Gear Solid 5 and as much as I thought that they were bullshit when you know over the last yeah I guess two weeks at first they actually turn out to be unbelievably cool so what I've been doing for the last two weeks is playing these fob missions where you can choose to infiltrate other players forward operating bases this also comes accompanied with once you get to level 22 and you can do the fob, the forward operating bases that unlocks the security settings and security research for your fobs so you can research all sorts of shit from surveillance cameras to um, uh, UAVs uh, you know, uh, unmanned aerial vehicles you know, drones with you know, cameras and weaponry and war weaponry and whatever combination you want you can start um, uh, developing uh, laser uh, tripwires and stuff that will send off alert if you are infiltrated by another player um which if you are infiltrated by another player and you're in the game when it happens uh an emergency mission will pop up on your uh missions list and it'll i think it pings you i've never been online when someone's invaded my infiltrated my fob but that has happened and i and it 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 was it was brutal uh, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad um once you have a fob, though, you are open to infiltration, so you have to start doing the research for, you know, blah, 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 blah. What's better than that is actually being able to infiltrate other players' fobs. This is infinite Metal Gear, is what this is, because here's what happens. The fob infiltrations work like this. You, uh, pick the, um, you pick your target, or in my case, what I've been doing over the last two weeks up until last night, when I finally did another player, I infiltrated their fob, and I got my ass handed to me. I mean, it was ridiculous. I just got slaughtered. What I've been doing, though, is been, I've been playing the fob missions. There's a, been a special event for uh, going on for, I think, basically the last two weeks um, that gives you two sets of fobs against which anyone can attack endlessly with impunity there it's like a it's like a it's not like a player owned forward operating base it's like an event forward operating base so it's an npc controlled forward operating base and there's two varieties of this fob that you can infiltrate one is the easy the normal mode which is just a fob with you know normal uh, security complement and then the other one is the hard mode which i've successfully completed twice by the way, I've done over 130 successful FOB infiltrations now. I am getting pretty good at doing it on just this event, though. Because the FOBs don't really change in the event. When you invade other people's FOBs, it's going to be different every fucking time. It's It depends on what their security settings are, how well they are staffed, how good their actual individual guards are. Which you get to assign. You, you have all these same privileges and priorities and prerogatives um, yourself in terms of managing the defense of your fob. This is awesome because it works out to be... So here's the here's the idea. So in this event where I've just been infiltrating over and over and over and over again um, this NPC fob, uh, they're called um, this event. I hope that they I hope that they have these events all the time. I hope that they keep fob events constantly running because it's 
it's as good, if not better, than the actual game itself. It's a shame that they only become available after Mission 22, but by then, you have enough resources to actually start expanding to having a second mother base, and then, you know, you you, 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 you have to buy the waters that the FOB goes into, and those are bought with MB coins, which are awarded, um, basically like his daily rewards, like the only time I have like 250 of them, I think um, or 280 of them or something like that uh, or as awards for completing challenges I think they're called mother base coins but you can spend these coins to either buy new waters which starts a new forward operating base which I think you can have up to four of them, so you can have five bases all told but um I, I'm, I'm too poor to afford to buy any any uh any more waters other than where my first forward operating base is so here, here anyway here's the deal and having a second fucking mother base makes researching shit so much faster so much easier and it's it's required it's part of the actual single player campaign um and it jumps you through it with like a bunch of tutorials and stuff that are pretty short they're kind of irritating to get through um because sometimes I have connection issues with, um... It's, it, they're aleatory, they're just... They happen randomly. Um, which meant that I had to, like, redo constantly several of the tutorials, but you don't have to redo them, like, right then. Like, it'll wait for, like, you know, six hours or whatever, and then the tutorial, next time you open up the, the select menu or whatever, like, go to your missions or whatever, the tutorial thing will be the only thing you'll be able to select, and then if you lose connection in the middle of it, it'll, you know, it'll become, it'll say, a, a leaving tutorial mode now. Um, and they're not that difficult, and they're very useful. They were kind of hard to get through. So here's what FOB infiltrations look like. You know what? Fuck the announcement. I'm just going to rant about Metal Gear Solid, because we're already 15 minutes into the episode, and I only have 15 more minutes left in me. Because I got, I got work to do. But this is worth talking about, and it's, I mean, it sucks that like this stuff was omitted from the review of the game, but I hadn't gotten there because I was savoring every fucking nanosecond of the game that I could of the story missions that I could. Meaning I was holding off on them. I would constantly do side missions because it's a skill based game. Um, you're only as good as good as you actually are as a, a player. It's it's excellent. It, it's, it's a masterpiece. The game, I'm not even fucking with you. Metal Gear Solid 5 is a masterpiece. Um, oh, it is so good. So, anyway, so here's what FOB infiltrations look like. In terms of the event that I've been playing, you, you select FOB infiltration, FOB missions from, you know, your mission, um, from the mission screen, the mission tab, you know, select menu, then on the far right there's a mission tab, and it just says FOB missions, click on that then it loads up the leaderboards for what's going on right now and you scroll, like, through all these different categories of FOB infiltrations that you can do, these are players that are of the same rank as you players that are better than you, there's also a tab for players who have infiltrated you, which means that you guys are rivals you can also back up your friends Fobs. So if you have other friends on Steam who have advanced to the point where they have fobs in Metal Gear Solid 5, you can add them to a relationship and then defend them if they get attacked, 
which is really cool. Um, I have no friends though who are available because no one only per, only person I know who's playing Metal Gear Solid Five these days, other than me, is Jeff Jeffy Wise and all the wonderful people who have uh, stopped by on our Twitch stream last night was just amazing. The Blood Moon was awesome, but just as awesome. The I'm sorry, the Blood Wolf Moon Eclipse was awesome, but just as awesome was the two hours of total insanity in which I actually wore the uh, quick deployment, um, like QSPS. Uh, uh, yeah, Q. You no, know, uh, quick deployment. QCPS, the quick deployment concealment uh, protective device or whatever. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Anyway, the cardboard box. I became the cardboard box guy. But yeah, and it, it's a testament to how good this game is that people still actually really want to watch it on Twitch. I want to watch it on Twitch. I actually watch other people play this game on Twitch. It's that good. It's that good. Um, okay, so here's what a fob infiltration looks like. Let me take off my coat. So, on the far right of all of these tabs, there's like maybe eight or ten tabs of fob infiltrations that you can do all against other players. One of these tabs is an event tab. And underneath that tab has whatever event is running right now. Now, all of this interrelates with the actual single-player campaign seamlessly. Meaning, just as you develop your guns and go through the story of Metal Gear Solid Five, which is weird, I have beaten the game, I have seen the credits, but the game continues and the story continues after the credits, which only Kojima could get away with and only in, th- in a game this brilliant. Um, for reals, I'm not even fucking with you. I've never, I scoured my brain. I was trying to think of another game where after I've beaten the game and seen the credits and the story is over, the credits show up and then not only does the game continue after the credits, but the story continues after the credits. So why have the credits there? Anyway, so for the last, you know, two weeks I've been playing this event. So you have the normal fob and then you have the hard fob. Hard fob is unbelievably hard. I've only completed it twice. The normal fob I've completed, I've I've done well over 130 successful fob infiltrations. So here's how it works. You pick, you know, for the event, like, you know, you pick the first fob, you know, the the normal fob. Then you get to select the platform that you want to be inserted into. These fobs are exactly like Mother Base, except you don't own them. They're owned by other people. So they have the same platforms. So there's like, I can't remember. Fuck, off the top of my head. Let's see, there's the command platform. There's the combat unit platform. There's, uh, what's what's next? There's the R&D platform next. Then there's uh, the support platform. Then there, so we're up to four. Then there's, oh, I'm missing one. But then there's the Intel platform, the... uh, and the medical platform, and I think I'm missing one. Each one of these platforms is very different from each other in design. They all have unique characteristics. Learning these characteristics is like one of the evolving crucial challenges that makes FOB infiltration so much fun. Even better, though. So you pick the, the, the platform that you want to be inserted onto. Your goal is to get to the the forward operating base's core, which is 
off. It's on the on the normal in the event mode. It's adjacent to in the normal event mode. It's adjacent to whatever fob you land on. On the op on the next platform from that fob, so you have to clear the first platform, then go across a long bridge, get to the second platform. That's your objective and find the objective door which is always the same place but it's always different on every type of platform now before you get inserted you have the option of selecting a character and you know your entire loadout and your equipment and stuff you can be anyone that you've fultened any soldier that you fulfilled who is assigned to a combat unit all of those people can be selected you get more points by uh, performing successful infiltrations with lesser grade characters I did not know this until I guess maybe four or five days ago maybe early last week um, here's the catch this is why my my solid my, my, why my venom snake has a giant horn because I've killed everyone at fobs so many times without knowing this. If you select a low level character though, you also get to select you know their equipment and stuff and blah blah blah. Then you get flown onto the helicopter. You're in like this weird uh, they call it a wormhole. You insert yourself. You don't land the helicopter. You actually teleport onto the platform. And then the mission begins. The mission cannot be paused from that point on because you're actually in a fob infiltration. So if this were not an event, and excuse me, not an event, but was actually a uh, what do you call it? A um, another player's fob, they would have the opportunity to defend themselves against you in for reals. Um, like you know, it'd be player, instead of PvE, it would be PvP at that point. But that's not going to happen in the event. So, teleport onto the first platform of the FOB. In the hard FOBs, there are three platforms that you have to clear before you get to the objective. If there is an alarm, if there is an active alarm going off, you have to wait for the two stages of the cooldown without being detected or by killing everyone before the objective door opens. You have 30 minutes to complete this mission. Um, and pausing it does not do anything. It, I mean, it, the whole game continues. You will be killed if you if you pause it to, you know, go take a shit or something. You will die. Um, I've gone away with, like, being away for, like, three minutes, maybe. But generally, you come back and you're dead. Hmm. If you die as a character other than one of the story characters in the game, if you die as a recruit or as uh, one of the soldiers that you fultoned out, that you've stolen from, you know, the main game, that character is dead forever. They're gone. That's it. There's no more of them. This gets really interesting because you end up playing a lot as shitty jobbers because you want that juicy points bonus, and we'll get to that in a moment. And there are a bunch of side of side objectives uh, that are the same for all fobs, in this event at least. Uh, like, shoot, uh, get a headshot on a guard, 
um, from at least 60 meters away, Fulton, an anti-aircraft gun, Fulton, uh, a mortar, Fulton, a, uh, uh, eliminate eight guards, uh, don't be seen, don't be, uh, detected, no, uh, that's called no alerts, no, uh, fatalities, you didn't kill anybody and you weren't seen, um, eliminated all the guards, and you can eliminate them by putting them to sleep and fultoning them, or grabbing them and beating the shit out of them and then fultoning them, or you, you know, you can kill them all with headshots if you want. Um, it is hard. It is different every single fucking time. The basic patterns of the guards remain pretty consistent um, from platform to platform, but it took me well over fucking 50 hours to really just start to get the hang of which platforms have which guards in which places and on hard it is fucking insanely hard um like you, you they will fucking kill you if you die it's over if you die as snake it's over but you, you get to keep snake if he dies, any of the recruits, it's over for them permanently. Through this process, you can level up your recruits in the combat unit. You can actually take them from like being total jobbers to very good. I like. I think the most that I've ever done successfully with one character, I think I did maybe f- right around eight fob infiltrations before he got killed. Um, and I was pissed off. And what happens, what I do after they kill one of my recruits in the FOB, anyway, is I come back to that same platform again, only this time as Snake, and this time loaded only with lethal shit. We're talking the, the Barrett. It's not called the Barrett, but it is a Barrett uh, sniper rifle with a suppressor that is as big as my fucking arm. It is the biggest gun I have ever seen in a game. It almost looks like a fucking anime sword. That's how big this fucking gun is. And then the Kabarga automatic drum fed shotgun and uh, the AMD 11.9 uh, uh, suppressed uh, pistol, which has the best sights of any pistol in the game. Also, that another thing. Anyway, so what are the rewards? Well, first of all, you get uh, FOB infiltration points and you go up in rankings on the leaderboards for every successful FOB infiltration you do. And for every every action that you do on FOB missions also affects your ranking. I am now ranked at 105, which took me a long time. You can drop in the rankings too. These are all live, real-time leaderboards that are updated every day uh, that you log in, it'll tell you where you're now ranked, and that's your PF ranking, or that's your your FOB infiltration ranking, which kind of relates to your PF ranking, but your PF ranking is an overall grade for everything. All of this shit, I did not care about when I first started playing the game, and it told me about it or whatever. Now I care desperately about it because it's really cool. So, you get these fob infiltration points that are only spendable during the event so this event's duration that's, that I've been participating in for the last two weeks or whatever ends on January 20, 22nd so it ends tomorrow I don't know if it ends tonight at midnight it might be over already because I don't know if the servers are in Japan or if they're in the US it doesn't matter so you get these fob infiltration points that you can spend 
on ev- event specific stuff. Now, a lot of this stuff, it looks like it's probably going to be the same from event to event, um, but whatever. It, does, it doesn't matter. Some of the things you can get fucking awesome new clothes. Uh, you can get new decals that you can use as your emblem. We are now, by the way, the Whiskey Brigade. We're no longer the Diamond Dogs. We are the Whis- Whiskey Br- Brigade, which has it, our logo is awesome. It'll If you uh, see the screenshot for this episode, it will be a screenshot of our logo. You can create that in the game using a combination of... It's a fantastic... It's it's really, really awesome system that they, they created to let you create and customize your emblem. Because it's all stuff from in-game. They're all in-game rewards. Like, you can get them from completing challenges. You can get them from uh, doing missions. You unlock code names, which can be which are text that you can put on your it's like it's like a patch it's like a patch you would wear on your shoulder it's super cool so you can get all that stuff there you can also buy different ranks in different quantities of soldiers for different aspects of manning mother base and your fob uh typically these are like you know like s plus plus is like 20 there's like 48 thousand points or whatever for five of them or for three of them um s plus is like thirteen thousand for three of them and you can pick which unit you want them to go this is a great way to level up your research your r&d your um uh your intel unit your support unit uh, you, you know, any unit if you like doing combat deployments this is a great way to get excellent soldiers, really helps tipping the battle, tipping the odds in your favor when you do combat deployments, which are just events that you don't participate in, blah now, the other best thing, the best thing probably about the FOB infiltrations, at least in this event, is that if you are successful on the normal ones if you're successful on the normal ones and you complete it in basically under f- under six minutes ish, um, not only do you get the the fob infiltration points that you can spend on the event on all this all sorts of skins, all sorts you can buy the individual soldiers. There were two actual items that uh, I unlocked uh, by buying them through uh, doing successful fob infiltrations. Um, and costumes, different costumes, um, etc. Not only do you get that shit, but each successful fob infiltration generally pays around half a million GMP, which is the in-game currency. That's the, the it's a gross military product, which I find very amusing. It's an interesting term because war doesn't produce anything um, except death and hardship and you know, well, but ask Halliburton that, and they'll say, yeah, I'm going all the way to the bank on this war. So, half a million in one throw, once you get good at these, once you get good at the FOB infiltrations, at least in this event, I I don't know what's going to happen after this event goes away. I don't know if it'll be replaced with a new event, or what. Um, because like, it's a fictional thing. It's really cool, and you get, and it all affects your, your rating, and your PF grade, and all that stuff, so it's like, it does become competitive it does become very interesting but the best part is it's different every fucking time so you can you can just own you can own 
all all of the platforms uh, in in a fob event and the normal fob event, I can pretty much do that with only a pistol or like only a tranquilizer gun or I don't even really need a gun. I've done it several, like maybe three or four times where I've not been detected at all. Like and I haven't hurt anybody, haven't tranquilized anybody, haven't haven't shot anyone or done anything, and I've done it in all of drab camouflage, basic BD, you know, the, the basic uh, battle fatigues. Um, not not the battle dress, but the actual just you know fucking fatigues. Um, once you get really good at it, you can do you can complete a fob on average in five minutes. On the short end, you can get them done if you're really really good and a little bit lucky. You can get them. You can get you can get some of them done in under three minutes. It's like two and a half minutes, you know, blah. But the fun part is when shit goes tits up, it is you versus everyone. If you get detected, you have to get undetected. And that's either by killing everybody or by hiding, finding places to go or neutralizing guys. And it is insane because everyone comes after you. Um, and then there's two phases of that alert. There's like the, 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 um, the search phase after, after, you know, you've been spotted and have been phoned in because you can shoot them right before they phone you in. Um, you can eliminate them right before they phone you in. Even outside of reflex, there's another half a second where you can get another shot. Um, sometimes it's awesome. Um, mm. Edward, did I mention that you're fired? Mm. Excuse me, more whiskey. So, the thing is, the guards are always different. It's a huge system. It's infinite Metal Gear. It's infinite Metal Gear. Like, yes, even if, even on the platforms that you know the best, like, you know the exact route that you're going to take, you know the exact strategy, you know where most of the guys are generally going to be most of the time. There's a lot of very intense, fast-paced fucking recon that that has to happen, and you have to evolve and adapt to the situation. It's a time pressure environment. Um, so, even still, even once you've really mastered, um, like, you know, like I should say, the command platform, um, even once you've really mastered it, it is never the same thing twice, and if you make a mistake, you will be punished. I mean, when I say punished, I mean probably you're gonna die. Or, alternatively, probably everyone else is going to at least be stunned and fulton away, if not murdered. You'll have to kill everybody. Or, alternatively, you can find a nice place to hide. Snipe, maybe, the rest of the guards who you've tranked earlier on, because they're going to be waking up. Keep down tamp down the enemy opposition because they will flood. If you can get to high ground, you can find them. You can see them as they, they they'll appear out of the fucking will work because uh, it will spawn in more guys when you're detected. It's like a, what do you call it? Like a crisis action team or something like that. It's like a SWAT team. They bring in other guys. On the hard one, it is ridiculous. They will have riot shields fucking bazookas, there will be five snipers shooting you, you will be running until you die and that is in the bat- the full battle armor and everything you will fucking die if you're detected before you get to the final platform but so the, fir- the first um, is like the, st- the first phase of the alarm is like the intense 
crisis management, SWAT team, search and destroy mission, everyone, the klaxon is going off, and you, now every, there's no more reflex time for at least, until you go for at least 30 seconds or something like that without being seen again, Uh, and, uh, you know, blah, and it is, it is the Wild West at that point. Then there is that, that lasts for about a minute, minute and a half. It depends on what you actually do in that in that time, because you can prolong those those uh, the search and destroy phase. That's not the actual technical term. I don't know what the actual technical term is, but it doesn't matter. If you fuck it up, you can prolong it, and there will be more of them. Um, there is never more on a fob. This is this is difficult to tease out. But to the best of my knowledge, to the best of my figuring, on the normal mode, there is there are never more than 15 guys on the fob naturally. 15 guards. They'll be armed with different things. They'll have sniper rifles, some of them have body armor, some of them, you know, blah, 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 blah. some of them have shotguns, some of them will have, you know, machine guns, some of them. So after after the search and destroy phase, then there is a thing that I call the uh, patrol phase, where, all right, we've lost sight of the enemy, uh, and uh, the CP will say something like, uh, okay, stay vigilant, uh, patrol, find them, don't let them outflank you. And they'll, they'll cont- that lasts for another minute and a half. That's a less aggressive phase where generally all of your um, reflex abilities come back. Uh, just pro forma, they seem to come back. A minute and a half of that goes by, then they get the all clear, and you can actually complete the mission by going through the door. Till then, you can't go through the door. The objective door will remain red. It'll be locked. It'll be closed. It has to go to blue before you can go through the door. Half a million GMP for literally something like three to six minutes on average if you're successful is a lot of GMP 130 plus of these holy shit it's like what 60 million GMP I have still not researched every weapon at all yet and I am fucking broke constantly it is awesome now the last thing before we go and I'm not going to make the announcement that I was going to make but um so we've driven the show entirely off the rails straight up Metal Gear Solid 5's asshole other things about Metal Gear Solid 5 this is something I discovered last Monday and it blew my mind and I did not know this one of the handicaps of only of not of intentionally not reading anything about a game that I know I'm going to review for the show, which is kind of essential because you don't want to be, you know, influenced or whatever. Like, you know, I want my review to you is my review. These they're my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? It's my actual impression. It's it's kind of I think that's important for critical for critical integrity in terms of like you understanding my critical perspective over time from game to game and etc which is why I I always, only thing I'm interested in is ever telling you the truth about a game 
No other agenda. I did not know that in the pause menu of Metal Gear Solid 5, where it says visit Metal Gear on Metal Gear 5 online, I thought that just went to the website. It goes to another game. It goes to a massively multiplayer online tactical stealth action private force game in which you and other players don't just compete against each other in like a, a leaderboard thing. You guys actually fight each other like in in game. It is a whole separate game. If there is a major crime about Metal Gear Solid 5, it's that they do not adequately explain that that's what that little thing fucking does. Because I, like, literally, I was a hundred and... I was, no, I was like, what? I, I was 190 hours into the game before I realized, oh, there is a fucking MMORPG in this game. I thought it just went to a website. No, it opens the other game inside of Metal Gear Solid 5. I have not had time to play it that to play it at all. You get to customize you get to create and customize a character, you get to link up with your friends and then you guys do missions together and eliminate each other together against each other. Like for real. Unfucking believable. To me that is that that stuff the actual Metal Gear Online is like just gravy. I'm not really interested in... Because remember, this is tactical stealth espionage action. Tactical stealth espionage action. And like they say at the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 1, this is a solo sneaking mission, Snake. I'm not really into playing it with other people. I like playing against other people in terms of like the fobs and stuff and having the ranking, uh, the leaderboards and shit. And then I also like um, anticipating retaliatory attacks and shit like that. And I also like finding juicy little targets in in the FOB lists and stuff. Um, but I really just like playing the FOB events. I don't know how I feel about playing the game with other people. Um, friend of the show, Jeff Jeffy Wise, said that the last Metal Gear Solid game that he played had a similar system that he was not a fan of. He said basically just run around and kill everybody. I don't know if this is similar or not because I, I really have not played. I keep playing the fobs and I keep fucking playing the story. This, the story doesn't end with the credits, which is what the fuck are you thinking? It's awesome that it doesn't because I want it to go on for another 138 missions. There more, it unlocks more side ops and I've done all of the side ops like literally easily 20 times a piece. Um, I keep cycling through them. It unlocks a whole new fucking like 30 different fucking side ops that you can cycle through that are like really hard and really different with really radical uh, mission objectives. I'm not going to tell you any of them because that would ruin the story. But um, it is a fucking phenomenal game. At literally over 200 hours, I feel like I am only really beginning. I've really made like, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, not a scratch on the surface, but I I've, I'm really only now actually playing the real game because I've gotten very good. My mechanics in the game are pretty solid depending on how stoned and, and or drunk I am. Um, and my knowledge of the game and, and, and of the and individual behavior 
and stuff in terms of sniping, you know, blah, my, my knowledge of the weapons that I have is constantly expanding. There, there are at least 30 guns that I've never even fired that I have researched. And I still have 98 fucking guns that I have to research. And I constant I'm always researching. <laughs> awesome. And then you factor in the gunsmith. You know, you can you can capture different types of gunsmiths who can customize your weapons, which allow you to like literally once you have enough of the weapons unlocked uh, in a certain class. It allows vast customizations. Like you can throw uh, giant suppressors, like level two suppressors, on um, on pistols and stuff that are not otherwise suppressed, etc. You can, and then you can also change the uh, the uh, loadout in terms of like the uh, the flashlight, laser, flashlight, laser combo, um, etc. The one thing you can't change, though, is the slide and the sight, which sucks because one of the first actually the only automatic tranquilizing pistol that I've found where you don't have to reload it, or you don't have to actually cock it yourself, you don't have to pull the slide back and eject the I don't even know if there's a shell that you're you're uh, ejecting, or if you're actually throwing in the other um, the next trank dart is the Burkov it's uh, a pistol. It is the shittiest sight on the face of the planet, but it is a semi-automatic pistol with a silencer, with tranquilizers. That's awesome, but there are many trade-offs, and all of this shit is constant. It is a symphony of awesomeness. It is literally, Jeff, Jeffy Wise and I were texting each other about this last night, because he just started playing the game. Um... I'm so glad that he did, because he and I go way back. We go back with Metal Gear solid over 10 years now. Jesus. Can't be that long. Almost 10 years now. No, yeah. Wow, I just got the shakes thinking about that. But um, he loves Metal Gear as much as I do. Or as much as I used to. And uh, we... This game is absolutely Hideo Kojima's masterpiece. In terms, of, this is the final word in Metal Gear Solid. And speaking as one who has been fucking savagely burned by the nasty fucking trash they tried to foist on us after Sons of Liberty, after Sons of Liberty, I thought I would never ever enjoy anything after Snake Eater again from Hideo Kojima. This game is a master. Piece, not just of the genre, not just of the genre. This game, this franchise defined the genre. You know, the, the idiom of Metal Gear Solid is something that you can say to anyone who plays video games, and they will absolutely understand exactly the type of gameplay that they can expect, or they used to. It depends because there's like all the 15 different fucking horrible games that came out, including Snake Eater. I include Snake Eater in that corpse pile. This game redeems. Kojima, his name, the franchise, the characters, the story, the um, and re and sets a new fucking bar. Really, I mean, the Fox engine is astonishingly impressive. It does a horrible job though at rendering circles, which is really weird. It's got some sort of weird, like if you look at the wheels on the tires on your helicopter, or if you look at the back of. Uh, a new recruit's head that you're inserting yourself into uh, in a FOB mission 
it's very weird how rough the geometry is, but that's only at like super close inspection. That's like at like one meter remove. Um, at like three meters, everything looks unbelievable. And you will do shit in this game that you have never. Okay, so before we go, I got oh shit, it's 48 minutes. Um hang on, hang on. Hang on. I have some notes that I sent to, to Jeff Jeffy Wise that I, I just wanna just wanted to mention. I really wish that they had a shooting range in the game. They do have these target practice things uh, per each platform, but those aren't good enough because they don't let you use um, anything that isn't non-lethal. So there, are, like I said, there are literally have to be thirty guns that I've never even fired because they're either lethal or they're unsilenced, or they're unsilenced and they're lethal. And I don't want to use them in the field. I don't. I don't, I don't set out to kill people, although these days I kind of do. Um, so that's one thing that could change and uh, but there's such a, it's you've never played a game this good I haven't until Metal Gear Solid 5 so that's the second, I guess we'll call this the second part, correction or whatever of our review of Metal Gear Solid 5, it's a cheap cop out for me just getting being able to spend another show ranting about how much I fucking love this game. It is spectacular. One of one of my favorite things, um, apart from like uh, when on a FOB mission, if you're close to someone who's calling in to tattletale on you, like, oh my god, I just saw some guy, you know, get shot in the face and he was falling from a platform and then he died in front of me, I think we might have an intruder. When they're doing that, if you're close to them, you hear in your earpiece, you know, the you've tapped into their communications, you hear them over the radio, but then you also hear in the same stereo image the person, if you're close enough to them, and then you can locate them. You hear them out of phase in stereo sync. Yeah, CPC, this is Zulu 1! And then you can track them that way, and you can find them and kill them, or put a stop to them, or whatever. That's awesome. Another awesome thing, reflex mode, when you are in these FOB missions, which are, like I said, they're never the same. It's infinite Metal Gear. So it's like really you against the game. It is awesome. Um, You'll end up in situations that are really fucked up, like where you're like where three guys are in front of you and you have to kill all three of them and you have one second to decide exactly what you're going to do so you know we're, we're always going for headshots doesn't matter what weapon we have we're always going for headshots um, which I can do with a pistol I can kill three people with a pistol in, in reflex mode no problem um, even at different ranges no problem with the uh, AM D11 or D119A I think that's the name of the gun the sights on it are fantastic. Levin in the clip, silencer, suppressor, uh, only stage one suppressor, but it's okay. Everyone will die. Um, but what's awesome is that this for this gives you a playground in which to not just test, but learn and then eventually exert your Metal Gear Solid fucking mastery. This is not a fucking point-by-point linear game like um, Sons of Liberty or Metal Gear Solid 1. This is a vast, expansive 
plot and the the idea of the fobs is crucial because they are limited geography the geography will never change unless it's someone else's fob because then it changes drastically and their countermeasures against your infiltration um very wildly and brutally and make real challenges um and oh and you get ranked by the way you also have a ranking um I am ranked as uh one star with a line through it they don't have a numerical equivalent but it's better than having five stars um but one of my favorite things is in reflex mode I have seen th- not even just in reflex mode I've in sniper if, I, if I'm using like the M2000 NL non-lethal uh suppressed uh three stage uh, uh sniper rifle with a three stage scope I've seen bullets I've seen the tranquilizer darts hit off of armored gloved hands just as you know I'm shooting at them from like you know at least 50 meters maybe 70 meters whatever so there's like a travel time for the for the tranquilizer dart to get to them I've seen them the, 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 the target will suddenly yawn and their hand will come up and they, if they have enough armor the tranquilizer dart will just fucking fly off their hand instead of going right down their fucking throat and out the back of their fucking head um same thing with uh, weapons if you shoot someone in the barrel of their gun instead of in their eye which is behind the barrel of their gun guess what it doesn't hurt them at all awesome one uh, play mechanic that I do miss from Sons of Liberty is the ability to shoot um, walkie talkies out of enemy soldiers hands but I have almost zero complaints about this game I I know for a fact that I could not make a game that is better than, in terms of the Metal Gear uh, oeuvre, than Metal Gear Solid Five. You need to go play it. Cheers, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a huge announcement about our website. That'll do us. Cheers, Ivor, take us out! And not with a rifle this time! A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, yo. The internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. What are you doing? Why hey, hey, I think this is porn. Porn, porn, porn. A good idea. Oh, hello, kid monster. You are ruining my song. Oh, me sorry. Me no mean to. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please, being quiet for a minute so I can finish. Okie dokie. Good. I'm glad we have this new technology. Poor porn. Don't keep fucking saying that to me! Poor porn. Oh, sorry. From your own desktop. For... You can research, browse, and shop.
Until you've had enough and you're ready to stop. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. A good idea. Hugging me, horn to porn, porn, porn. That's gross. That is a fact. Pervert. I like you. I'll get you a drink. Oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh? What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. Good evening, pricks! <laughs> internet is horrible. Sorry, Kate. The internet is horrible. I masturbate. All these guys unzip their flies for porn, porn, The porn, internet is not for porn! porn. Flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. A good idea. Internet is for porn. I hate porn. Grab your dick and double click for porn. 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 I hate net. I'm leaving. Porn, I hate porn, the internet. Porn. The internet is for internet is for internet is for porn. And wipe your hands. If I see a smudge, I will have you destroyed. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.